Hey girls and gals, I'm Shelby. And I'm Annalisa, and this is She's Too Loud. Uh, now looky, looky, looky here, listen up, all you dorks and geekers, uh, turn up the volume on your buds and speakers, you girls, fresh pair, like genuine speakers, breath of fresh air, all you goons and geeks, it's just two girls, too cush, too good to be shush, two queens, two clowns, she's too loud to turn down if it's too loud, yo, then I definitely mean it, these ladies put the G in feminine genius, what, what, what? we can't be afraid of change you may feel very secure in the pond that you are in but if you never venture out of it you will never know that there is such a thing as an ocean a sea sea joy bell sea (laughs) welcome back everybody i don't it's an interesting name i know (laughs) and i thought it was wrong (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but really it says it's her actually right c, joy belt c interesting i don't know what the c stand for her last name is just the letter c, c. maybe or maybe her first name Could is just be. letter c yeah yeah who knows i don't know but welcome back everybody what's up y'all episode 25 last episode of the season <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and um we'll talk about it later but our theme is very fitting for the last episode rip um but yeah so we'll get things started as always with our weekend update um this weekend, Shelby and I, it's funny, I was thinking about this because I was trying to think back on uh, what did I say since last episode, but since right. our last episode was on Friday, it really is It was is pretty just, recent. It really it was a weekend, weekend update. update. <laughs> like, it really is. What did you do this You're so weekend? right. You're so right. Um, and so this weekend, um, Shelby and I both saw on Saturday night, we saw Newsies on campus. Um, mm-hmm. The musical theater group put it on, and it was so good. Yeah. Dude, yeah. It, was re- it really was like, mm-hmm. I've never, so Annalisa, has, have you seen it? No, live? I've just listened to the music music okay i've never seen it though i've never yeah i've never seen it and i've never listened to the music but i was like i was seriously in awe like not only of like the music is so good um but also the like especially i was very impressed with the guys like me too the girls were amazing our friend kiara was in it she was phenomenal she was phenomenal yeah it was awesome but like annalise and i were sitting sitting there watching and i was like do i have a crush on every Uh, single one of these guys now yeah they're good looking (laughs) talented good dancers like it was seriously they really out of awesome. this world yeah. and and anyone that um if you're listening if you were like a theater kid growing up especially if you did like school mm. theater like you know that like talented guys are few and far between they are far, far like, hard to find <laughs> like it's it's more typical that you have like guys that are like oh yeah like yeah they were the only ones that could do it you know but every single one of these guys in the show was so they were good awesome. yeah it was really, really amazing mm-hmm. so i was like so glad and there was i was like crying i was laughing the dance five minutes we're like watching the guys dance in like the first number and annalise goes I love the theater. Yeah. <laughs> I love the theater. I, love the theater. <laughs> I feel sometimes like I'm li- like Miss Darbus from High School Musical. Yeah. Oh. oh I love the I theater. I love the theater. The spring musical. <laughs> I was just going to say that. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was really awesome. And then I also, this this is so random, but I go shopping a lot. I don't know if everyone listening knows that, but I have like a big shopping addiction. I love spending <laughs> money, especially on clothes. And I haven't been to Kohl's and I don't even know how long. But I just randomly got the urge to go, like, and I and I couldn't get it out of my mind. And I was like, I'm going to go to Kohl's. Like, I there is no option. The nearest Kohl's There's is like no 40 way. minutes away. And I was like, I'm going to have to go. And so I went, and they have so much, like, 
the I don't know if I've ever been to Kohl's, to be fair. Really? Yeah, the really. The amount of clothing that they have is crazy. That's awesome. They have so many dresses, so many, like, yeah, different things. Ugh, a lot of it's cute. Not all of it's cute. I mean, like, some of it's kind of, like, for, you know, <laughs> middle-aged women, which is kind of why is, yeah. a lot of people don't go to Kohl's. But Kohl's has some steals, you know? Yeah, that's I think good that, to know. And the thing about Kohl's is that everything is always on sale, but it's because right. they mark everything up to make you think that, like, right. you're getting a better right. price. Mm-hmm. MSRP. Yeah. <laughs> So that was that. And then this is just so random, but I have like a new obsession with this song that went viral on TikTok that there's like a dance to. Um, maybe, actually, not maybe, definitely. I will post definitely. the video of Chloe and I. Definitely. Uh, definitely mean. Of <laughs> Chloe and I dancing to it, but it goes like, it's like, my money don't jiggle, jiggle. It's so catchy too. Like there's something like like a serotonin release when you listen to it, and I mean it's not even a song. It's like it's just a sound. The whole trend was that like they were putting auto tune over random like interview clips, and so like that just happened to be one that really like took off. But it's so funny, and I literally cannot get it out of my head. And then I was in the office the other day, and. I was singing, and then this guy, Sam, who we're, like, friendly with, he, um, he like, sang the next line, and I was like, you're like, you, you know, know it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's really all I have for my weekend update. How was your weekend, Shelby? It was good. I, I don't even remember what I did this weekend, um, to be <laughs> fair. Like, everything's, like, it, it, which is, I'm sure we're going to talk about this in a minute, but, like, this right now is kind of that period. Of, also, we got Duncan today to, to celebrate our last episode, so if you hear any ice, it's our it's our Duncan cups. And guess what? <laughs> they gave us sippy lids because they're out of regular yes. lids. Wow. Um, Wait, was I with you? And, um, yes. <laughs> <that's> <laughs> I went with story. Annalisa through the drive-thru at Duncan the other day, and she got an unsweet iced tea, which – unsweet are you kidding me <laughs> it's so good um but they handed her the cup and it was the sippy one and Annalise goes oh my gosh yay a sippy cup and a I was like lid. are you a sippy <laughs> lid and I was like stop right now um but anyway yeah like we're, we're in a period of transition right now which we're gonna gonna talk about in just a minute but mm-hmm. um I think because of that I both have a good bit to do before the end of the semester but also not nearly as much as I've had this semester mm-hmm. and I was like just talking to Mark about this but I don't think I know how to function when I don't have a lot to do like if I don't have a lot of stuff on my plate it feels like I have nothing and I can't decide what I need to do so I'm just like I've been like feeling a little weird about that right now I feel like a lot of people experience that like especially like I think back with like COVID Mm -hmm. like I remember like when like there was nothing people were like well what am I supposed to do right because the only yeah especially with like online classes your only commitment Mm -hmm. especially for students I think other people had like lots of stuff but like for us all we had was class and then Mm -hmm. it, it was like I don't have all my other extracurriculars, yeah, my like friends. I, I can't go anywhere. Things like that. Like, you were like, that must mean I have nothing to do. Uh-huh. So then nobody did their work. Right. And it was great. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's just like a very strange um, place to be in. And I th- I like am finding it very jarring, like not in a bad way, but I just like don't really know what to do mm-hmm. because I have nothing to do. So, and the good thing is that I've, one of the good things is that I've been able to read Pride and Prejudice a little bit every day. Um, I have not. Which has been so good. <laughs> I love it. I um, started Pride and Prejudice, but I'm only like eight pages in. Oh, it's so good. But um, <laughs> you can bet that I will have my Goodreads review up when I finish it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so so that's been good. But I think it's, it's hard. Like um, I have several small tests to take. And they're small, but they're also like they're weighted pretty heavy. Mm. Um, and you said they're this week, right? Yeah, I have three this week one of those small tests next week and one final next week. So, um, but like relatively is, it's not as much work as I've had like in the semester. So just feeling a little weird, but anyway, we'll get over it, but it'll be fine. Change, you know? Um, 
And then my other thing, this is not a weekend update. This is a future weekend update, but this is our last episode, so I have oh to tell gosh. you anyway. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, but <laughs> this weekend, me, Annalisa, and some friends are going to Hershey Park in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, I'm seriously so excited. We're so excited. <laughs> I, I'm, we're both, like, really big roller coaster, coaster girls. People, yeah. I lo- like the scarier the better honestly mm-hmm. like if it's if it's too lame I'll, I like I'm so disappointed like I know. if it's not scary yeah enough. literally nothing's too crazy for me like yeah. I'll ride anything uh, yeah seriously um so we're super excited about that we're gonna be riding buddies yes we already agreed on it wahoo and we're and we're <laughs> riding together to get there Oh, it's um, gonna be so, so much good. fun it's actually so funny um so Hershey Park is like four hours from four and a half is it four and a half uh-huh. <gasps> I thought it was only four mm-hmm. um but okay so four and a half hours from us uh which is a long drive and we're driving out saturday morning and the park opens at 11 so we'll probably leave here around like six we're gonna get there when it opens yeah yeah so we'll get there when it opens it (laughs) stays it's there till seven so we'll probably end up being there till seven just because like I feel like, yeah you have to make it we're gonna ride everything yeah (laughs) and then we'll drive back um after seven o'clock so i mean like we won't even get back super late like maybe like midnight 12 30 which is yeah yeah not gonna be typical like middle of the night but um yeah it's just funny it's like a huge Mm -hmm. day-long trip yeah there were a bunch of people that were going to come and then people that were like they're like oh it's all day yeah and they're like actually never mind (laughs) yeah Yeah, it's funny like we did start off with like because we were like we invited everyone and then we were like if you're serious about doing it like we'll be in the if you're serious about going we'll be in this group but then I think like it is just it's a long drive that's eight hours in the car like throughout the day. Yeah, throughout the day. (laughs) Um, so I mean we'll basically like be in the car as much as we'll be like at At the the ride. So, but honestly, like that's that's the way to break even. So, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's why I was like, um, uh, someone was like, oh maybe maybe we won't stay till like the close of park or whatever. And you're like, like, if you're boring, just say that. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, well, I definitely want to make it worth it for an eight hour. Like I don't want to be at the park less time than we're in the car. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, I, I I don't think anybody who wants to go home early is boring. I think because my other thing was I, I had like considered doing other things like Saturday night, and then I remembered mm-hmm. it was like all day. And I think you're totally right. Like to make it worth the drive, you really do have to spend yeah. like, as much you time might as, as well. You can. I mean, like, and there's a ton of stuff to do there's at Hershey. Lot, like, if yeah. anyone listening's like been there, there's like the Chocolate World. There's tons of gift shops. There's like Fudge Place. Like, there's like other things to do that mm-hmm. aren't just like right rides but there are plenty of rides right yeah and they we have, have like, to give different. our bodies as much shock as possible before uh, yes. exams start yes um, so yeah, yeah we're really excited up. about that yeah exams are next week yeah y'all. you know what's so and funny i actually don't have any final exams oh that's awesome isn't that so random mm-hmm. i have like a final paper like a short one like an essay mm-hmm. um and then like an open note final exam that's before mm-hmm. final exam week and like you can do it with friends and the internet and your textbook so it's like hardly <laughs> an exam you know yeah what and she gave us like all the <laughs> questions before so yeah but um, yeah, by the time we get to finals week, like I have, I'll have nothing to do. I'll oh my be gosh, free as a bird. We're gonna <laughs> hang out so much. That means we're just hanging out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's it for my. I I really don't. Re- oh, other than oh, you know what else? Um, Margaret had her lacrosse game and they oh, won. They yeah, they did so well. It was their senior game. Um, and they were just amazing. Um, also shout out to my friends Grace and Annie, like who are mm. on the team. They're really great friends with Margaret too. And like um, yeah, they were just seriously awesome. Yeah. And big news of our friends. Oh yes. Oh, Um, someone you guys know. Yeah, you guys know. Just a few episodes ago, Adam was on the podcast with us. Our good friend Adam, and Adam proposed to his girlfriend Francie this weekend. They're engaged. Engaged. Marriage. Yeah. Marriage. Yeah. Oh, I totally forgot to like mention. I was like, honestly, I was really blacking out on everything that happened this weekend. But um, 
Yeah, they got engaged on Divine so Mercy exciting. Sunday. Yeah, they're, they're such an awesome couple. They're just amazing. So. Really, really great people. And then I thought of it because Annie also got engaged this right. weekend, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she did. So yeah. it was a big weekend, at, yeah, for, for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you loved a man's heart, you should shoot a little message for Adam out yeah. there. Yeah, he's on Instagram now, mm-hmm. Adam C. Boyle. Adam C. Boyle, baby. You can find him, say, congratulations, heard you got engaged from She's Too Loud. <laughs> <laughs> Those yeah, guys. Super, super excited for mm-hmm. him. We've been like waiting for it. Like yeah. I feel like in the office, everyone's oh like, "Oh my gosh, when are you gonna ask? When are you gonna ask?" And then it's just this week, so we're like exciting. rambling. But just this week Anyways. during our holy hour, <laughs> the Bob was like praying, oh, yeah. and he was like, "For anyone making, um, or for for people getting engaged soon." And like looked right at Adam. And Adam, <laughs> and Adam reached back his like fist for yeah. fist bump. It was so funny. Yeah, it was super sweet. You anyway, know who you are. congrats, Adam Yay, and Francie. Adam and Francie <laughs> and Annie and Matt. And Annie and Matt. And everyone else that got engaged this weekend. Yay. <laughs> okay, so today's topic is coping with change. Ooh. Ooh. Ah. ah. And so, yeah, I think it's like so funny. Um, when I was like putting together this episode, I was thinking about it's kind of ironic that this is the like the week that we ended up doing this because there wasn't really any rhyme or rhythm for the themes that we did like in the weeks they were it just kind of was like oh we want to do this theme we'll do it this mm-hmm. week we'll do it this week um but yeah like the last episode of our season and, and it's all about change and um right now like at this point of the semester at this point of life like there's so many changes going on like what mm-hmm. you were saying Shelby like I was thinking about myself like off oh, the end of the semester and like there's literally graduation mm-hmm. and my summer plans I just applied to work at Old Navy Woo-hoo! Um, <laughs> we'll see how that goes so yeah like new jobs or even like starting next school year like mm-hmm. I just it's like kind of crazy that like as we're going to be talking about like change there's so much yeah. change going on totally yeah, so I think, like, you know, same as you, it's the end of the semester. We transitioned from, like, uh, school jobs to summer jobs. As you guys know, I'm going to be a lifeguard this summer, so I'm yeah trying to work that bad boy out. Um, yeah, and I think, like, it really it, – it is a very unique situation to be in, and I think, like, um, periods of change are, like, some of the most stressful periods in people's lives, like, for many reasons, which we'll talk about more. But um, I think for me, I'm just, like – I've like been thinking a lot about that I won't be working for Bob anymore. Mm. And in one way or another, I've worked for Bob for the last like four years and he's the best boss you could ever, ever ask for. Yeah, literally. Like <laughs> so he'll, he never believes me when I try to tell him that because he's hum- like, he's so humble. He'll be like, oh, like you're just saying that to make me feel good. I'm like, genuinely, I can't imagine working for someone who's not as like fun and as holy fun. Yeah, as Yeah, easy like, going. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Just like really a very attuned like leader, but. Anyway, I'm really going to miss working for Bob. I'm still going to, like, stick around around. and stalk all of you. Yeah, exactly. Um, But, yeah, and then so this summer I start my practicum, um, which is, uh, if I haven't mentioned that before, it's, like, when we really start being a part of, like, the counseling um, process with um, a certain, like, site. So I'll be at an agency in Steubenville. And um, to be fair, like, I won't be doing any, like, I won't be counseling anyone alone this summer, not until Mm -hmm. the fall. Um, but in a way, like I'm putting my big girl pants on now and like, um, my pixie cut pants from old Navy, you know, you know, you know, (laughs) that are a little bit big in the knees where you can't really get pants tailored in the knees. I wore them yesterday. (laughs) It was 80 degrees outside and I was wearing my long, like pixie cut (laughs) pants, too too big in my knees. Um, it was great. Okay. Yeah. She comes into the student center (laughs) and she has on, it's literally 85 degrees in the JC. Like it's so hot. Like the chiller is broken. So it's extremely hot in there. And she comes in wearing a thick white long sleeve shirt (laughs) and long black pants. And all of us are Uh. like, are 
Are you crazy? First of all, when I left my house, it was not that hot. And <laughs> I had to I had to go get my fingerprints done for my background check. So mm-hmm. I like went to this this agency. I, w- I went there and back twice. Ruined my house looking for my social security <laughs> card. But um, so I was wearing this, I, the pixie cut pants. They look very professional, as mm-hmm, you know. They do. Um, despite big knees. Um, and <laughs> my long sleeve shirt was like the first thing I saw. I don't know why I thought it was a good idea. But anyway, yeah, I show up at the student center. Did not know that the so, AC was broken uh-huh. in there. Y'all. I thought I was hot. roasting alive. <laughs> yeah. And and I, I actually, so I had, I looked ahead. I, like, planned ahead and had some shorts with me, so I, like, changed. But Annalise and Chloe immediately were like, what, what? are you yeah. doing? <laughs> How are crazy. you not dying? And I was like, oh, I am. I'm going crazy <laughs> right now. But, yeah. yeah. Oh, it was, like, so, so, so hot. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I mean, I didn't even notice about your knees. But, like, when I was like, oh, Shelby, those are cute pants. She was like, thanks. They're just a little bit big in the knees. And, but, uh, you can't, dude, but you can't, can't like, take but you in can't the knees. take in the knees. Right. Like, I, I'm, I'm not a great seamstress but I can take in certain types of if it's an easy like fix I can take Mm -hmm. it in myself but I can't take I don't know how to take in the knees I don't think you can do that like I don't know if it's possible I don't know it'd be hard to like put the pants on then exactly (laughs) what's your favorite anyway knees April 25th (gasps) yes yesterday was (laughs) April 25th everyone (laughs) I don't know why that made me think of it you just can't take in the knees what I love these. what's the ideal date like what for you what is the ideal date I would have to say April 25th it's not, not too, too hot, hot and it's not, not too cold. cold. All you need is a light jacket. It's <laughs> <laughs> congeniality, anyone? <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways. Anyways. But um. so, yeah, I'll be transitioning into that role, which will be a little bit stressful. I think even more stressful in the fall when I'll be like doing counseling on my own. We still get, mm-hmm. we still have like ample supervision and um, we have lots of like advisors for that. But it is just like a, a definitely more of a, a more nervous like situation. So, um, yeah. Yeah, and then lastly, I just, like, the kind of change that I hate the most is moving. <laughs> I hate moving. So much work. It is It is a lot of work. But I think, you know what's, like, funny is for someone who hates moving so much, I do it a lot. Yeah, I was like, going to say, you actually move By my own free most. will. Yeah, so um, so I just have to deal with my own demons. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like anyway. He, he has to live with the choices you make in life, <laughs> exactly. as they say. <laughs> yeah, but um, so kind of with that, like uh, you had kind of hinted at this, Shelby, but like a lot of people will say that progress is impossible without change, mm-hmm. um, which I mean, like they always say like change is good, change is great. But mm-hmm. yeah, that progress is impossible without change because change helps us to grow. But like so often, like we could like know that, but still not really want to face change in our lives. And I think it could be for like for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of just wanted to like talk a little bit about like why are people resistant to change? Mm-hmm. Um, like why do people hold back from like desiring it or like wanting to really like go there? Um, and I think like right away, like what I thought about with myself, like is that um, I don't want to face change because I'm afraid of what change is going to look like. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, that like it's just a lot of fear. Where like when things change, like it's it's unco- it's not like what you're used to. Like it's a lot of unknowns, mm-hmm. um, a lot of answers that you don't have yet, and, and that can be really scary. Like just like walking into something that you have never done before, mm-hmm. um, and and kind of along that, like I think that what goes with fear is just worry. Like worry that things yeah. aren't gonna go right. Like mm-hmm. worried that like change is not gonna be good for you. That like change isn't gonna serve you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then kind of like flowing from that, like they're all kind of like connected, but <laughs> like the fear of comparison, like 
I feel like I hesitate to allow myself to change because I'm constantly worried that like the new state or like the new like whatever is not going to be as good as what it used to be Mm -hmm. and that I'll constantly like be like comparing like past um past situations to like where Mm -hmm. I am now um and and I think that like takes root in like a lot of different ways but yeah Yeah. it's like the fear of like the unknown and then like you get worried that that it's not going to be good and then from that like then you start to like compare like I wish things could be how they used to be mm-hmm. and then all those combined like make me and myself want to be like I wish everything could just stay the same and I think that's something that like people say all the time like people are just like oh I wish right. like things didn't have to be different Harry Styles as it was <laughs> as it was <laughs> that's literally what his song come is come on about. Harry we want to come say on, goodnight, to, goodnight to you, to you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway um yeah I think like well first of all I think that I've never thought about it from the angle of comparison um we talk about it a lot in counseling which like I'll like allude to more in a second but um the fear the worry like those were all things like uh initially that I was like yes of course like when things are changing we're very afraid of change we're, we resist change because um we we don't want to be uncomfortable but mm-hmm. I've never thought about it as like sometimes we're afraid of change because we know that like maybe it won't be as good as it used to be because Mm -hmm. everyone we've talked about this even a little bit already but like um looking back on like whatever it is like how my life looked in high school how easy it was being a kid like you know (laughs) like um in more serious matters like when we think about maybe my life before a a big change happened in my family or like before the death of a loved one like we want we we like in a lot of ways we're probably always think like I wish I had that person back I wish that life was like this yeah Mm -hmm. um but I just never thought about it like that so I thought that was really cool but yeah I think one of the biggest things about change that we're so afraid of is that we feel comfortable in the place that we are now because because at some point we've made a change and became comfortable you know Mm -hmm. um and we're afraid of being uncomfortable so we resist any kind of change because we know that it's it's either going to be painful or like honestly like at the least and I think most of the time it's really just that transition periods are uncomfortable mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. but we talked about this we may have even talked about this in the podcast but in my class the other day we talked about how um when you assign when you were either when you make a plan with somebody in counseling like you you and your client come up with a plan for like basically a plan for changes they can make to improve their life um 80% of the time, that never happens. The plan never happens. Um, and I would even say, like, probably in, in some, um, like, specific areas, even less change occurs. Mm. Because most people can agree that they need to make a change, but almost everyone resists actually, actually implementing them. It, yeah. yeah, Just out of those fears that we already talked about, um, out of worry. Like, when you were talking about worry, it made me think of, like, this. So one thing counselors, like, treat a lot, quote-unquote, is adjustment disorder, which is basically, it can be applied to many things. Like truly, if you're talking to a client who's just been through a breakup, now mm-hmm. they're they're going through adjustment problems of not being in that relationship anymore. Um, somebody just got a new job. They're adjusting to their new job. Like adjustment disorder can be applied to like a lot of different things. But I think the fact is that making adjustments and being uncomfortable makes us very anxious, which is not always a bad thing because mm-hmm. um, good stress like which sounds so weird being like some stress is good but actually it is like if we didn't have good stress we wouldn't do well on or we wouldn't study Mm -hmm. you know like different things like that right um so there are like good like worries or anxiety stress whatever it is um that kind of help us to do well and we almost always experience that when something changes even if it's a little bit sometimes Mm -hmm. it's a lot of anxiety you know so yeah yeah change is hard change is definitely hard um, yeah, so kind of like off of that, um, 
Shelby, I'll ask you before I share, but okay. <laughs> do you find change to be difficult or exciting? Yeah, I wrote down both because I think, well, for the most part, like probably most of my life up until recently, I mostly just thought it was difficult um, mm. and I didn't like it very much. I that's Now I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, okay, well, graduating was fun, like graduating high school. Mm-hmm. Graduating college was a little bit different because of COVID, which like I know you're gonna, we're going to talk about, but... Um, I think that for the most part, change was more difficult for me. Um, and my my like example of like what has changed, what has been like a big example of that for me would be the many the many moves that I've like made in the last couple of years. And um, when I graduated high school and like had made the decision to come here to Franciscan, I almost backed out because I was afraid really? of yeah. I didn't well, even know that. yeah, I it was like July and obviously like start in August. And I was like, Oh my gosh, am I like, do I, should I really go there? I don't know anyone there. Yeah. I was like, I don't know anyone there. It's very far away. It gets cold there in the winter, like, (laughs) (laughs) like actually cold. Um, just all these different things. I was doubting myself a lot, but I think in a big way, one, I was afraid of the change of being comfortable in my hometown, my small town, Mm -hmm. um, to go, well, this is still a small town, but miles and miles and miles away from like my family and friends um and I was also I think I was also a little bit afraid of like like you were kind of saying the unknown like I knew I knew like this was the place that I needed to be I knew good things were going to happen but I didn't know what it was going to look like and that was scary Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so that was really big for me and then like so I was back and forth between you know Franciscan and home for the next four years Austria things like that but um Austria, I was just excited for. I wasn't nervous for that. I was just excited. <laughs> um, Not nervous at all. Yeah. New country, no big deal. New country, <laughs> no big deal. Um, but the the change to go home for COVID was very distressing <laughs> for mm-hmm. me and I think for, for everybody. Um, so, you know, that and, and here's the thing is, like, all of these experiences I talk about ended up being good experiences for me, even if I was stressed out the whole time. Like, um, after – well, this, this was, like, kind of during the height of COVID, but – that summer of 2020, um, I moved to Orlando. I was already scheduled to move to Orlando to start an internship there with Give Kids the World. Um, but the day I moved in, the day like my mom helped me move into the apartment, I found out the internship was canceled. So here I was in Orlando, 12 always, hours from home. I literally like always forget that you did that. I did like, too. <laughs> I remember like that you were going to go to Florida, but I always mm-hmm. forget that you actually went that you yeah. actually were there. Well, I forget too because I was there for a month, <laughs> like only a month. Like I, mo- I moved out in the be- well, yeah, probably a month and a week or something mm-hmm. like that. But um, yeah. So all like the the experience of being in Orlando in Orlando was not bad. I got to see my family there a lot, which was awesome. Um, I applied for lots of different jobs, so that was good practice, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, and that was where I like applied for and got accepted to Vagabond, which was a very good experience. But um, you know, like the it was a stressful one of being like. The day I moved in, I found out the internship wasn't happening anymore. Right. But now I'm like here on my own in Orlando, just me and Pepper, <laughs> who was still Pe- a puppy. <laughs> like, um, oh, Pepper was really small back then. She was really little. Um, so yeah, like that was a str- very stressful time. But also like all all of these different changes, all of these like stressful things. Like I can look back now and see that they've like shaped me. To, like these are more small examples, but mm-hmm. there have been big changes that have happened in my life that have shaped who I am now, and like by the grace of God, like all of those things have come, like they've influenced me positively in the end, um, yeah. which is really cool. But so I was in Orlando for a month, got the job with Vagabond. So then I went home for like, mm-hmm. I don't know, a week or something. Um, then I went to Kansas and then I was uh, in Kansas a year, not even a full year, probably 10 months or right. 11 months. Um, and then 
back to home for a, a little bit and now and I'm back in Ohio. So and here we are. <laughs> so uh, for, for my new practicum thing, we had for background checks, you have to fill out the last, uh, you have to fill out every state you've lived in for the last five years. Oh and I've gosh. lived in five states in five <laughs> years. Yeah. So I, t- I told my boss that, and he was like, no, you haven't. And I was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no. And you're he, like, mm-hmm. Yeah, he like ba- he basically was like, but yeah, you guys won't have more than like two, right? And I was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh you're like, uh. No comment. Um, so yeah, that like that was very str- – and I know I've already like mentioned that moving is not my favorite. I think moving mm-hmm. is not my favorite because um, – I'm weak and I don't like moving. <laughs> I don't like lifting things. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's probably the biggest problem for me. But um, yeah, but they 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 were very stressful at the time. But all of them were eventually like very helpful in the long yeah. run. Yeah, yeah. I feel like um, like what you're saying that it's like well now looking back I can see that like. There is some change that's exciting, but like it doesn't always feel exciting like in the at moment. The yeah. yeah. Um, and I was thinking, yeah, like do I find change to be difficult or exciting? I would definitely say that, like I find change to be difficult just because what uh, what you had been talking about with being comfortable. I think that I am not not only just a creature of habit, but like a fiend of habit. Like I love consistency. Like I could really do the same thing over and over and over and over and over <laughs> again, and like it doesn't bother me. Like I'm yeah. not someone that like feels like this great need to like constantly be like trying new things and doing something right. new like when I find yeah when I find something I'm le- one that I love and like that I enjoy doing like I will do it for a long time mm-hmm. like happily um <laughs> and so then yeah like when when change comes like I get very like worked up because I'm just like so anxious about like what is this really going to look like mm-hmm. in my life like how is this going to change like all different aspects of my life and I think, like, I think there's so many different times in my life that I've had, like, big changes. Like, um, when I was in grammar school, like, I had to change schools going into my eighth grade year, like, last year of grammar school, which is just, like, I was, like, oh, no. And then that ended up being, like, <laughs> it was, like, good in some ways because I met, like, the best friends that I have. Like, even today, like, my best friends I met in eighth grade. And, um, but then at the same time, like, I also, like, had some really, really hard times. And so in those moments, like, I constantly found myself being, like, oh, if only I could go back to how things were. And I was like, I wish I didn't have to have this change. And so that was really difficult. And then when I went to high school, I was going to lay low for, for a good, for, you know, the four (laughs) years I was going to lay low. That was my plan. And then my mom was like, you're going to try out for the cheer team. And I was like, uh, no, I am not. <laughs> you said, uh, that's really then, funny, mom. Because my mom was a cheerleader, so of course she really wanted me to do it. And I had been a dancer growing up. Um, it's like so silly looking back because it's so like simple. <laughs> but in my mind, I was like, I am not mm-hmm. doing cheerleading. Oh, dude, everything and then, seems like a big deal. Yes, at the time. Yeah. and when you're 14, everything's a big deal. Yeah, <laughs> and that's a that's a very like pub like I don't know if this is the right word, but it's a very public position. Like uh-huh. a lot of people watch you perform. That's scary. Exactly, mm-hmm. and especially like the year that I had had like in eighth grade. Like, I just was like, oh, I'm tired of people looking at me. Like, I just mm-hmm. want to be like low and like to myself. Um, but then she was like, I, all, all I want you to do is try out. And I tried out, got on the team and quite literally it like radically changed my life. Like it changed everything. Cause mm-hmm. like cheerleading then like changed so much of my high school experience. Like when I look back on high school now, like so much of it was consumed by the fact that I was a cheerleader. Mm. Um, and I'm so like thankful for that. And I was so grateful for those experiences. Um, and it was all just because I was willing to just submit to what my mom was asking me to do. Um, (laughs) and, and then, yeah, like kind of going off of that, like starting college, like 
I, in high school, like I, once I got on the cheer team, like it just like opened the door for me. Like I got more comfortable. I got involved in like so many things. I, I felt like I had my hands in 8,000 pots in high school. <laughs> I don't know. How, like sometimes I look back and I just wonder how does one person do so much like yeah. stuff. But it and not just like in high school, you can be in every yes, club and still be fine. Exactly. Like not even in a prideful way. Like, oh, Annalisa did so much. But I feel like everyone in high school just was able yeah. to do eight million Everything. things mm-hmm. like I was on like this team and then that team and I did theater and it was like oh my gosh like I can't even imagine doing that much stuff now yeah. but but yeah so I was super super involved in my high school and I really like by the time I was graduating I felt like I had a place mm-hmm. at, at Morris Catholic where I went and it, it was like everyone knew me like I knew everyone it was a small school all the teachers knew me I was just I was so comfortable there that mm-hmm. when I was graduating there were so many thoughts where I was like First of all, the thought of everyone forgetting me at that school was so <laughs> sad. Like, I was like, I feel like this school is going to be a big part of me for so long. And, like, right. so quickly, like, I'm not going to be a, b- a big part of this school, which right. is really hard. And mm-hmm. I think that, like, that's a- another aspect of change is, like, when you have to leave, like, one place or, like, a friend yeah. or, like, anything. Like, when you leave, there's always, like, that worry where it's, like, mm-hmm. what if this means a lot to me, but it won't mean, like, much, totally. like, in the future. Um but yeah, so I mean, that's like a change and we'll talk about this in a few seconds, but like, uh, like an unavoidable change. Like I had to graduate, like mm-hmm. I couldn't stay. And my mom, she would always joke around with me where she was like, if Annalisa could stay at Morris Catholic for six years, she would. She like, would. If there was a six year program, that's she'd sign so up for it. And it really is true. I, yeah. I just loved it. And I think a big part of like, especially when it comes to like high school or friendships, relationships like those changes are so difficult because you put so much time and effort and like love into it Mm -hmm. like you said like you you like really invested in your high school so leaving was hard like I feel I feel pretty similarly about like about that and then graduating from Franciscan like you've put down roots there and like if you think about like when you repot a plant like they they've got so many roots in there like sometimes those roots have to be like ripped off that's painful Mm -hmm. but um but also like now they're going to go into a bigger pot and they're going to grow and get bigger and like better and all that, you know, but it's hard to, it's hard to rip up roots when you've like put so much into something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like that's such a good way to put it. Like when your heart's really in it. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean like is change difficult or exciting? Like I think you're so right. Like it can be both. Mm -hmm. And and honestly, like it should be both. I I think that, Mm -hmm. um, and I wish looking back that I had been more excited about the changes that went on in my life because I feel like it took me so or it and even now it takes me so long to get to that like oh this is actually really exciting that this is a new thing that I'm doing Mm -hmm. and like this new experience um but I spend so much time and especially back then like I would spend so much time like worrying about like how hard this is going to be that I didn't really get to appreciate the excitement that there is in just Mm -hmm. having this like brand new experience to to have um yeah brand new experience to experience is what I really wanted to say but then, <laughs> and then I was like, like nah I can't say that yeah it makes no sense <laughs> um, yeah but just like going back to that quote you mentioned before like progress is impossible without change like I think I mean objectively we can if we really do think about it you know anytime we've like gotten better at something anytime that we have like learned something new something had to change like that's just the nature of being mm-hmm. people like if we stop changing we would die um right. that's what death is um <laughs> when we stop changing we stop when we stop changing <laughs> um, we die <laughs> but w- if we're standing still you know like we don't have any room to grow and and like mm-hmm. as humans we should we should not only desire to grow our whole life but we should put some effort into um continuing to grow to continuing to better ourselves and um, be better people and yeah so I think truly like w- no matter I mean we could pick any topic and just like think about um 
I'm going to have to be, I think another way to put it would be like progress is impossible without being uncomfortable because, Mm -hmm. um, you know, like all of those things, whether it's like climbing the ladder in a job, doing well in school, um, applying for jobs in order to like make progress in those areas, we have to let ourselves be uncomfortable, which is not Mm -hmm. fun, but, um, but yeah, also can be like so exciting and rewarding. Yeah. So true. It's like, if you, uh, like if we were in high school forever, we'd, I mean, we wouldn't really become, we would never mature. Yeah. We'd never, I was like, what would we become, you know? Or even like if you were in college forever, if you were at like one job forever, I mean, like, it's like, there's just so much growth that happens once we step out of our comfort zone. There's, I think there's like an Eleanor Roosevelt quote about that, where it was like, mm. um, nothing grows inside the comfort zone or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's so true. Like really like we have to allow ourselves to, to be pushed yeah. Um, even when it's like really uncomfortable. Even when it hurts. <laughs> um, yeah. And so then just kind of to talk for a second, um, there's like, uh, I think it's different types of change in life. Um, and, and sometimes, you know, we're, expo- ex- we're ex- expo- <laughs> <laughs> sometimes we're forced to experience change. Um, and so, yeah, I'm sure just after saying that, you can think of like a thousand examples, but, but the biggest one that came to my mind is, is COVID. I mean, I can't think of anything that was more forced than that. You know, um, it was a moment where with, by no choice of anyone else, like we had to stop, stop life for a while and, and everything changed. Um, our lives like took different routes and, and everything (laughs) was different. Um, it's like being like crazy looking back. Like I can't, that was such a big change of like the entire world, yeah. not just like one specific person's life, right? But just in general, and like things are so so different yeah, now. So different yeah. now. Um, and mm. and then yeah, so there's that, and then things like graduations, like it's things that are like unavoidable, like even like tragic change, like loss of like a family member, like death, um, things that that you're kind of forced to change, like it's not really your choice, um. But then on the flip side of that, like there are some times that like we get to choose to experience change and maybe like these are times that it's easier to be to be more excited, but also like can be even more difficult, like to have to make that like decision for yourself. And so I was thinking about like deciding to move somewhere new, like sometimes that could be a choice you make for yourself. I was just talking to um, my best friend from back home, Danielle. She doesn't listen to the podcast, but I love her anyway. Um, <laughs> really but, <laughs> but she was, we were just talking this morning. Um, she's graduating this year from JMU and she, we are both from like back home, New Jersey, and she's got a job in Philadelphia and she's never moved before in her life. She's like lived in the same house. Same with me. Um, never moved outside of our little town. And <laughs> she was like, it's just so exciting to me that I get to like start somewhere new. That there, that there is like a whole world out there that I haven't yeah. experienced. And then she was like, it feels like, like an open page of a book, um, which I, I was like, man, that's like so cool. It's like mm-hmm. that she's like, she has that approach. Like she's, she's nervous, obviously. Cause she's like, I have no money and I have no furniture. So <laughs> there's that. Um, right. But yeah, just that, that it's Radical so exciting. Trust. Yeah. To be like, man, like this is going to be such a cool experience that I get to choose for myself. Like mm-hmm. she found the job and like is super excited about it. And she's like, this is my story that I get to like, write. Um, yeah. So I'm like super excited for her and I'm excited to visit, you know, the whole thing. But then also like, it changed that you get to choose like things like making new friends, forming new relationships, mm-hmm. um, picking up a new hobby. Um, and then those are all like positive and like other things like that you're forced to kind of, or not forced, but like that you can choose that aren't as positive as things like letting go of friendships, letting go mm-hmm. of like relationships that aren't serving you, like changing your environment when you recognize that 
that it's not it's not good for you to be there anymore um, like those are th- changes that are difficult to make but changes that really could like be empowering yeah. because you had the choice to choose the choice to choose love that <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think like something we ask ourselves a lot and your example about like sometimes having to cut off friends or and cut off is a harsh word like you should never be rude about it but mm-hmm. it is okay to decide that like you you need to do you need to change something like you know change um that something needs <laughs> change, to change, change because change, of change. like maybe yeah uh because of like negative influence or whatever I think what we do too often is we're like what if what if what if mm-hmm. like what if I tell this person like that I need to like spend some time away from them and they take it badly what if they like retaliate or what if I end up missing them? What if it was the wrong decision? Like all these things, we should ask ourselves those questions, but we shouldn't get hung up on the what ifs. Like um, we do need to realize that like our lives are made up of millions and millions of little choices and one choice is not going to break you. Um, mm. So we have to, yeah, we have to be brave. I meant to say that earlier. I think like the fact is like change is really scary, but bravery is like being, af- you know, you, we hear this all the time. Having courage is being afraid and still doing that thing that scares mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. um so that's really cool yeah and then I was just thinking to myself like I can't stop like t- I don't know why I've talked about it so much but I'm such a hypocrite about moving because actually I love <laughs> I love living in a new place and like um yeah even even though I was in Orlando for one month like I had so I went to Disney Springs twice like by myself while I was Did there. You really yeah should have brought Pepper but she was still like crazy then so I didn't bring <laughs> um but yeah, I, I got to, like, visit my cousins. I got to go kayaking with the manatees with my oh, aunt. and so like fun. Yeah, like, so, so many good things. It was such a good experience. But, like, th- th- that – sorry. That um, applies to, like, any of the places I've lived. I really was, like, so excited to live in Wichita. I learned a lot about that area, mm-hmm. the people there. My opinion of Wichita before that was that there was nothing there. Right. Was very Kansas. wrong. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what is a Kansas? Um, and – yeah, like I find myself almost like defend like somebody the other day was like, nothing's in can like it's gonna be so boring and I like I find myself wanting to defend them. I was like, actually, mm-hmm. what an amazing like I, I don't know much about the whole state, but I know a lot about Wichita, a little right. bit about Kansas City, and like, a b- beautiful places. The people there are amazing. Like so, um, yeah, every little place like you live changes you a little bit. Every little mm-hmm. thing you do like changes you a little. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I love that, and, and yeah, I think like it's helpful too to just recognize like I got to choose to do that like no one like forced me to go there and like because Mm -hmm. I chose it like I got to experience that yeah it's almost like man look at me like I'm so this is check me out check me out this is called an empowered woman ever heard of it (laughs) yeah I made this decision (laughs) the shoes on my feet I bought them (laughs) (laughs) um yeah and so kind of moving on there is there's a Winston Churchill quote that says to improve is to change. So to be perfect is to have changed often. <laughs> I have a feeling that's exactly what he used to say. I know. Like. <laughs> that's why I wanted to that's why I wanted to bring it Very out. Very good job. Um <laughs> so I wanted to just talk about like what are our thoughts on this quote. Um mm-hmm. so I don't know if you wanted to talk first, but Yeah, I think well, I think that it's pretty bold to say like to be perfect is to have changed often because I, I think we can both agree like we'll never be perfect while we're here on earth. Um mm-hmm. and because we're human, we mess up a lot um (laughs) we drink our drinks right next to the microphone um but so I think to say like to be perfect just has changed often I don't know if that's like super accurate because we're not we're not gonna be perfect like while we're here but um but I think to strive to to strive for perfection is to change often so Mm -hmm. I I think like Mm -hmm. I see what he means here and I think he's right like if we are striving for perfection to be the best we can be to do our best like while we're here in this world 
um, we're going to have to change often. We're going to have to be afraid of change and do it anyway. Um, so yeah, I agree with him. Yeah, I think like um, the part like to improve is to change. Like it reminds me of the other quote that we were talking about, like progress is impossible without change. Mm-hmm. Which I think it's like, well, yeah, that makes sense. Like every, an expert, every expert was once a beginner, you know, like yeah. if someone stays a beginner forever, like they're never going to become an expert. So it like makes sense. Um, but like to improve is to change. Like I think I was just thinking about how um, like we constantly become like better versions of ourselves, like over time, like because we change, like because we grow. Um, and then I, I kind of mentioned this, but I think about like how often I mourn. I used mm-hmm. to mourn, but that's so dramatic. But, mm-hmm. Like my like past selves, um, like the people that I used to be, um, or the person I used to be, or like the friends I used to have, um, the places I used to be a part of. Um, and, and then I think like that kind of puts you in the mindset and puts me in the mindset sometimes that like change is harmful, like change like makes things not as good. But then recognizing that like change, like if I never experienced change, like I wouldn't be who I am today. Yeah. And like I'm proud of the person that like I've become because of like what I've experienced, because of the ways that I've that I've been forced to change, the ways that I've chosen to change. Mm-hmm. Um and, and yeah, so I think like to talk specifically like to improve is to change, like it just like brought to mind for me that there's this like really beautiful reality that change doesn't always hurt. Um, but change can help us to be like that better version of ourselves. Yeah. Um yeah, and, like, if, if we never change, like, we're stuck forever in, like, a version mm-hmm. of ourselves that, like, isn't our, our absolute best. Yeah. So right. it's, like, even if it hurts, like, to recognize that 10 years from now, you'll probably look back and be, like, man, I'm a lot better now than I was when I was 14 years old or, right. like, whatever it is. Um, just because that's what change does. Like, change mm-hmm. makes you grow and it makes you turn it, like, makes you a better person. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the other thing I was going to say was, like, you were talking about, like, mourning your past self. And, like, there are definitely times. I know when we talked about um, – I forget what we what the episode title was, but we talked about like looking back at back at like um, the bodies we had like in high school oh, and uh-huh, like uh-huh. self image. I think it had to do with self image, yeah, but um, yeah. right. <laughs> but we talked about you know like w- when I see pictures of myself in high school. Well, one sometimes I'm like that girl should have <laughs> definitely been eating like a little bit more. Uh-huh. But um, but sometimes I look at myself and I'm like I wish that I looked like that again, mm-hmm. or like I wish life was as simple as was it in high school. Like I have those fleeting thoughts, but. As we've just been talking here, I was thinking about it. And actually, like, I wouldn't trade who I am now. I wouldn't trade it for anything, like, to to go back to being, like, who I was in high school. Like, I wasn't a bad person in high school, but I also am very proud of who I've become so far. And I know that, like, like you were saying, I'm going to continue to grow, continue to improve, like, God willing. Like, that's that's what I want. You know, like, uh-huh. that's, the goal is to uh-huh. get better, not worse. But, um, <laughs> but. I, I think like sometimes we miss the people that aren't in our life anymore, whether it's mm-hmm. be it's friends who have moved on or loved ones who have passed away, um, you know, like family situations, whatever it was, like whatever the ath- we used to be athletic. Now we're not, you know, things right, like right. that. <laughs> we look back at those things. We wish we still had them. But I th- if if having those things back meant that I had to lose everything I've learned and the person that I've become, I wouldn't trade that for anything. Mm-hmm. Um so that, yeah, I like that you were talking about yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's so true. And I mean, like, that's, like, a very, like, hard reality sometimes, like, in the moment to recognize. Like, it's hard to be, like, yeah, yeah, this is going to be the best change in my life when, like, it's something that you're really <laughs> yeah. sad about, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, like h- hindsight really is, like, 20. Mm-hmm. I know absolutely. we say that all the time. But um, it's, and it, I mean, it's a blessing that we can look back and be, like, okay, actually, like, that was really good for me, mm-hmm. even though I hated it, like, yeah. at the time, you know? No, totally. I mean, like. Even like you, you're like crying at high school graduation. You know, you're like, I never <laughs> oh want to leave. But but now yeah, it's like back and it's like, man, like I'm so glad I left. Like yeah. 
not in a Absolutely. way that where it's like I didn't like yeah, my like, experience. Bye, but it's just, yeah, uh, yeah, but it's like I'm so glad that I left because of what mm-hmm. I got to experience after that. Like because mm-hmm. of what I did, like when I stepped out of like yeah, so it's like in that moment if someone had said to me, change is so good, you're gonna love it, I'd be like, Shut up. You're <laughs> wrong. You're just wrong. Right. Yeah. But now it's like I totally get it. Like mm-hmm. I can see now that like that's true and it's like reality for, for most situations mm-hmm. that like change is good and change can help you grow mm-hmm. in a good way. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Nobody asked, but <laughs> today's nobody asked is brought to you by the Red Cross lifeguarding course, Ooh, um, which is a great course. But I would like to say that their one downfall would be this: when you and <laughs> bet you weren't expecting to talk about the Red Cross today. Um, hopefully, they don't find me, and hopefully, they still give me my certificate as a lifeguard. But no, I really, I like, I kind of do. I need to write a letter. I just haven't done it yet. But um, lifeguard, lifeguarding classes, as well as like all CPR and AED classes are often when you use a mannequin, have you ever, well, you have seen those mannequins because you've seen The Office. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, they're almost always male. And even if they do have a female mannequin, um, for lack of better words, like they're often not well endowed. Like if you mm-hmm. if you get my drift, um, they're not realistic mannequins of like what a female body looks like. And so when people take AED CPR class, do you know what AED is? Uh, is that the heart thing? Yeah. Yeah. It's a defibrillator uh-huh. and you, yes, yes, you yes. plug them up and it's absent. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, it's for people who've had a heart attack and, or just their heart stopped beating. But, um, there, because of this, because the mannequins are not realistic or because, so in my course, the, that I just took, it was like probably six or seven hours of like content. Oh my gosh. It was a lot. Uh, it was a lot of content, but, um, not once was there a female mannequin and the only like, Yeah. Anyway, I, I am a little disappointed, but I also know, like, maybe, you know, maybe we can just chalk it up to, like, ignorance or accidents. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so none of them were very realistic when it comes to saving a woman's life. So I was thinking about, like, you know, often and also, like, even when they use live live uh, participants, it was always a man, mm-hmm. um, which, like, to be fair, they can't, like, expose a woman like a live woman on the videos. But when someone has a heart attack, you can do for the most part, you can do chest compressions if they're wearing a bathing suit, but actually like it's better for men and for women if you can see their entire chest because you have to put your hands in a certain place. Um, you have to be able to see their chest rise and fall. Mm-hmm. So like say that this is like totally random. This has more to do with like the Good Samaritan Act. But like if I was in the grocery store and a woman had a heart attack, um, she we would have like to give her CPR and then maybe like apply an AED if they have one in the building. Like she we would have to take all of her clothes off like on the top mm-hmm. um every like piece of clothing clothing on her chest and everything like that um and like i know that it may be like uncomfortable to think about or uncomfortable to talk about but i actually was doing some research on this and i'm gonna include the link in our show notes but um because of the fact that like we're like when you expose a man's chest there's like nothing to be uncomfortable about you know mm-hmm, like but mm-hmm. we, we feel more uncomfortable when it has to do with like a female um because of that, people are less likely to rescue uh, a woman who's having a heart attack. Really? Yeah. Or um, this this applies to, like, lifeguards or just, like, bystanders and Good Samaritans. Um, but when a woman has a heart attack and her heart stops beating, people are less likely to help because you have to remove their clothes to help. Wow. And while, like, obviously that comes with a lot of other implications, um, I was just, like, th- and this may be a little bit dramatic, but I was just thinking to myself, like, one – that's not equal representation when it comes to the classes the representation isn't good enough and we're like not only do they not use the mannequins for the females they don't even talk about the fact that for a woman you're going to have to remove 
mm-hmm. all of her clothes mm-hmm. and they're like because of her breasts like you'll have to do certain things like um hand placement is a little different um the compressions are a little different and I was like a little bit offended that they don't even mention it so I just yeah. think like something I'm gonna do like as long as I don't forget and so I hopefully don't forget <laughs> um is like write a letter to the Red Cross mm. ask for like more representation which like hopefully that advocacy will get something done about it um but also just like if you I mean first of all if you're someone who's like certified in CPR AED or like even if you're not certified but you know how to do CPR if a woman is in distress if she's like having a heart attack please don't hesitate to save her life like maybe after I was talking about this with Margaret of course again mm-hmm. um love her and Margaret and I just agreed that that woman may be a little embarrassed afterwards that like she was exposed in front of people like mm-hmm. but she's gonna be more thankful she's that she's going, alive yes, <laughs> she's going to much rather that you saved her life than that like she had a momentary embarrassment okay mm-hmm. like I really do believe that strongly so anyway that was nobody asked but I think it's maybe one of our more important nobody asked yeah. so um spread the word I'm gonna send a letter to the Red Cross if anybody wants to send some letters with me so yeah, yeah. and check out that article if you're interested yeah. Nobody, Nobody asked. Yeah, so kind of just to wrap up the discussion on this, I have another quote, which this one's not att- attributed to anybody, but mm-hmm. it says, you're always one decision away from a totally different life. Um, and so, yeah, like my thoughts on that are, are just that like change can be a really beautiful thing. Um, and we might lean, lean lean away from it because it's scary. Like, And we've talked about that. Like, it's mm-hmm. scary. Um, we're afraid of the unknown. Um, but something that's been like a big comfort for me in coping with change is being able to look back on the things that I experienced. And I already just kind of talked about this, but, but looking back and knowing how much I would have missed out on if I had never let myself like be changed, like if I had never let myself like go there, experiencing new things, like how much I really would have missed out on, like how much good I would have missed out on. Like, yeah, maybe there's like some trouble that I would have saved myself, but like how Mm -hmm. much beauty would I really have missed out on in my life if I never like took a step to like let myself go there? Yeah. No, I mean, I a thousand percent agree with you. Like the, the risk and reward there is like, um, like super in, or I don't know what to like, but they don't add up. Like the, the reward for being brave and, you know, like making changes is, almost always so you know like better than the risks and you know like and and because of that we've we have to make sacrifices like you know just the one example like both of us coming to school here we're we're both Mm -hmm. I'm a little farther than you but like we're both several hours from our family we don't see them often um I'm unfortunately gonna miss my little sister's graduation this Mm -hmm. year like which is really sad um and yeah just you know like I would love more than anything to be there with her but I'm not allowed to one it's far away but um I can't miss the class, like my class that day or I like fail. So, Mm -hmm. um, so that, that has been like very difficult. We have to make some sacrifices, but, um, in the long run, like one, one of the most important things you said this, and I thought it was like very astute is that like just the fact that we've made that choice ourselves, like from our own free will makes it a powerful decision. Mm -hmm. Um, and then like, not only that, but like the fruits are just, um, yeah, so worth like the hard times, the sacrifices. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And so ultimately change can be good, even if it doesn't feel good in the moment or there's a ton of anxiety around it. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Episode 25, everybody. Episode 25. <laughs> Season one is over. Uh, we'll see you guys sometime. Yeah. We'll see you in the fall. Yeah. And you Goodbye. know, season two is coming as always. Thank you for everyone who listened today and special thanks to Deacon Bob Rice and Father Dave for letting us use this podcast studio all year. All year long. Uh, we also <laughs> want to thank our bestie and mentor, Bob Lesnevsky. 
And for all of you who are Christian or for those of you who pray, we would love if you would offer up in prayer this week. Um, for all of the students on campus and around the world who are getting ready for exams, um, and also for the soul of Hugh Plaisance and his family. And we would love to pray for you, pray for you now, pray for you over the summer. So please feel free to reach out to us on our social media. Follow us on Instagram at she's too loud or email us at she's too loud 21 at gmail.com. And feel free to send episode suggestions to these accounts. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of time to prepare. So feel <laughs> we free do. to send them. Seriously, y'all, please. Seriously. If you're listening, maybe, you know what? Maybe they stop listening at this point in the show. Yeah, maybe they do. That's fine. That's like, I mean, it's fine if you do, but also send us episodes. Yeah. If you do listen up to now, feel free to send us a message and let us know yeah. that you, that you get to the end of the episode here. Feels so free. <laughs> <laughs> and if you've ever been made to feel like who you are is too much, just remember. You are never too much. You are more than enough. And you are brave, strong, and beautiful. Your besties. Annalisa and Shelby. Bestie vibes only. And dare I say, besties, if you're still listening, I hope you have the most amazing summer. Go out there and change the world, okay? Mm -hmm. We love As they you. say in the yearbooks, hags. Have a great summer. <laughs> I, I did not know what that meant. I what? Was, <laughs> I was like, what are you saying? Anyways, nobody Anyways, asked. Anyways, nobody asked. Now looky, looky, looky here, listen up, all you dorks and geekers, uh, turn up the volume on your buds and speakers, two girls, fresh pair, like genuine speakers, breath of fresh air, all you goons and geeks, it's just two girls, too cush, too good to be shush, two queens, two clowns, she's too loud to turn down if it's too loud, yo, then I definitely mean it, these ladies put the G in feminine genius, what, what, what? Ha, 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 ha.